information is free. The law There is hope. Mummy says don't play with fire. Oh, oh, oh my god. That's hot. But Mummy says it's okay to play everything. Cool. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, baby, you want to go out? Hi, hi, hello, and hey, hey, and welcome to this week's episode of The Criticast, the 77th episode of The Criticast. Thank you very much for joining me, and yeah, another week, lots of drama this week, and uh, later I'm going to talk about some of it. Uh, I'm going to talk about the uh, vendor situation. Yeah, that's, that's, that's quite volatile. It's like quite a big thing. And then, of course, I'm going to talk about in the relationship segment, uh, what is love? We're going to unpack that. We've got Untitled back this week, and she's got guests and all that other stuff. But the first thing I'll, I'll talk about, I'm going to start off with the bits of news this week, the big news this past week, very, very sad news. Um, iconic venue in Harare, the Bog Cafe, had to close its uh, its uh, uh, operations at, on Samora Mashal Avenue, which was pretty much the only operations they had. But they've, they've closed, and... Uh, from what they're saying, they're gonna, uh, the, the proprietor of the place, uh, Thomas Brickhill, said he's going to sit back and re-strategize about how he's going to take the brand forward. But the brand is not dead. And then, of course, uh, the National Arts Council comes out afterwards, uh, after the event, and says, no, we're going to engage the book cafe, I'm going to fix it and all that other stuff. I'm like, oh, bollocks. You knew that this place was in trouble. Everybody, their uncle, their grandmother, and all that other stuff, knew that there was this place was like not even knee-high in debt, was drowning in debt. And, you know, right now, I'm sitting there, I'm, uh, one of the things that disappointed me was uh, the, the silence of the arts sector. We've just lost a stage, like, like the stage is just gone. In fact, the only place that was, that was playing strictly live music for seven days a week, it's just gone. And, and they're just chilling there, it's like, yeah, whatever, I don't know. Uh, also, another user, well, oh, how about that? Uh, the Zimbabwe Republic Police came out and said that they're not on Twitter. There's a Twitter account that had been uh, masquerading as the cops and they say we're mon- monitoring online activity and so forth. The minute they say that, I was kind of suspicious. It's like, whatever, man. And uh, then also, ooh, Sepp Blatter, five days after getting the job, as uh, winning the election as the head of FIFA, wakes up and says, well, you know, yeah, I've quit. Um, resign. And I'm going to get somebody else to come and uh, take over. Wada wada, there's going to be an election and like, the election is going to take place somewhere between uh, January and March. So it's still quite a bit of time, the comrades in the building. And, uh, oh, of course, you know, you had Jack Warner coming out and saying he's got dirt and everybody is going to reveal it soon. So just like, oh, gosh. And, of course, there's Chuck Blazer coming out and saying, I and other FIFA officials took bribes. And whatever. I don't know. Zifa, Zimbabwe, rather, the Zimbabwe Football Association, uh, not the Football Association, the Zimbabwe men's team is now ranked 119 in the world. Yeah, we're, we're just about on par with the mighty countries of Syria and Palestine and, you know, people like that. That's, that's, that's our footballing prowess at the moment. Yeah, thank you very much, Zifa. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Bloody idiots. Now, looking like some, you know, outback or whatever. And, no, whatever. Oh, just something else uh, I just forgot to mention. In the whole, you know, uh, FIFA thing, South Africa has come out and denied that the $10 million it gave uh, to FIFA was, was for bribes. They come out and say, no, 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 bribes. It wasn't bribes. Now, now, there's this hashtag that is made... Uh, uh, you know, in the news this past week, uh, it's called Deny Everything. You check it out on Twitter. It's hilarious. Now, some 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 people come out and say in South Africa are even denying having held the World Cup at all. It's like, 
didn't happen. So it looks like just it's just the you know the the the, the way that the South African government just deals with everything, just deny, just pretend it never happened, and so forth. And then, uh, yeah, uh, then finally to happen this week, there was a story that came out that said your toothbrush has poo. And it's not just your poo, it's everybody else's poo. When they go and use your bathroom, there's poo. So and that poo could result, a poo that, that builds up on your toothbrush could actually result in you getting MRSA or, wait for it, herpes. Yeah. Poo on your toothbrush. So, a situation developed in Zimbabwe over the past uh, couple of days, uh, which the uh, minister for... What's the ministry? Ignatius Chombo's ministry is local government, public works, and national housing. Always try to remember the full thing. Yeah, he came out and said that, you know, got a serious vending situation in, in, in the urban areas. I remember I was in Kadoma this past week, and, you know, you had this car that just had... A bunch of shoes all over like loads of shoes just on top of the car and that asset is just locked down or whatever i don't know oh, shout out to carl justin there for hosting us in kadoma this past week shout out his hotel is nice yeah like it anyway digressing so uh i went and um and read this article which which uh there was a press conference that uh what's his name uh, ignatius Chomba held and he said he was getting the army and the police and so forth to come and kick out vendors from urban areas that they are not designated across the country. Now, look, the vendor situation is just ridiculous. I mean, it's like it's just, just bad. It's just like really, really bad. And you know, you got you got department stores uh, which have vendors just vending outside them. And you know, you're like you're a shop that sells shoes, and this guy's selling shoes just outside. And unfortunately, the department store can't legally do anything about it. And that person's not supposed to be selling there. And, you know, just walking down the street has just become weird because, you know, you've got people trying to sell you something all the time. Anyway, so now there's the situation. Now there's a standoff because the vendors are saying they're not going anywhere, uh, depending on when newspaper you're reading. Uh, the vendors I have met have said, no, there's no chance that the police can deal with them. And it's like, no, we're not going. But then other vendors are like, yeah, if they give us nice designated areas in which, which are easy to access for our customers, then that's, then that's uh, cook and curry. And that's just the thing, you know, you know. I, I can see both sides of the argument, you know, I, I can see that the, 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 these guys say, no, uh, the places you give us don't have access to people. But at the same time, you have to realize that in order to get those those uh, prime areas in the CBD, you have to pay something. And you, 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 the understanding that is there is that, you know, there must be hawkers fees that must be paid. And if those and those hawkers fees, if we're going to talk about those hawkers fees. Uh, we have to ask whether those hawkers fees are actually economically viable for a person running a vending business. Because this, let's face it, most of these people are vending to survive, not necessarily to create a business. If a job came up, they will probably just up and go and start working in that job instead of vending. That's the reality. And, and and there has to be that cognizance. What happens if you kick them out uh, on 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 Monday? Because they're saying the deadline is Monday for them. Essentially, Sunday for them to get out, and Monday it gets all a bit ugly. So what happens? Where do they go? Where do you take them to? Is is it where are they going to make money from? Uh, that mother who's trying to get her child to go to school. Where is she going to get money from? What's the alternative? And is the alternative viable? 
And, you know, just bringing the police and the army into the whole mix is like, yeah, okay, I can understand the police, but, you know, the army is just like, wow. The funny thing was Morgan Changirai coming out and saying, oh, no, this is my constituency. Oh, you stop bothering them. But his uh, city council's uh, people, uh, councillors, because he runs most of the urban areas, his party at least, uh, were the ones who were complaining about the vendor situation. And the very look, we're sitting here and thinking we can fix the vendor situation overnight when this is a situation that developed over, over years. So you need a lasting solution for this. And the funny thing for me is now this, uh, you know, these, these organizations that are cropping up from nowhere and claiming to represent uh, vendors, like, and saying, oh, I'm the Zimbabwe Vendors Union or whatever it is. Don't care. I'm not going to remember where you are because you're irrelevant. But, you know, where have these guys been from day one? I mean, let's—they're pretending like they have been like they have got a membership, like they've got a roster that can prove that they. This guy coming and saying, "I've got five million vendors in this country." Who the hell are you to to represent them? And you find these guys. None of these guys are vendors. So they're going to make money from these poor vendors and go and set up NGOs and go to different countries and say, "Hey, give us money so we can protect vendors." Bloody idiot. Let's go a little something like this. Hit it. And when I get a chair, I'm going to fly with you. And when I get the time, I'm going to spend it. Spend it. I'm going to spend it. They got nothing on you, baby. They got nothing on you. Chimbomira, 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 yeah, that's my super DJ, DJ Simak's top five tracks you should be listening to right now from Zimbabwe. Yes, DJ Simak is on Star FM every Friday between 11 p.m. and midnight. So you can check out a lot more of his mixes there and then. He'll be back next week with another five tracks um, you should listen to. Oh, in a minute. Yeah, just in a minute. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, the name is Larry. You're listening to the Query Cast. And now in the relationship segment, I am going to talk about love. What is love? And I'm, I'm just going to hand it over to um, Untitled. She talked to a couple of people this past week. And uh, this is what they had to say. Then I'll say what I've got on my mind. Hey, it's Untitled on Criticast talking about love, L-O-V-E. What do you think about love? Like, what is it? Love, love is, to me, love, love is behavior. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, you can't really tell someone to do something that's in them, mm. or like by nature and stuff. And I'm pretty sure everyone has it and just, you know, doesn't. Exposed at certain times and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's it. How would you know if someone loves a certain being, like someone as well? <laughs> like, how would you know if someone loves you? Well, <laughs> since you're a guy. Yeah, since I'm a guy. Well, if I love someone, <laughs> what's that? Sorry. <laughs> if I love someone, I I obviously go an extra mile on what I would do with someone I don't really care about. Yeah, like, nowadays, 
it's more like how can I say more of pretending and stuff just to fit in or to be what someone wants you to be you get it yeah and with me obviously I will be what you want me to be if I if I if I really want you but I would go that extra mile you know it is yeah do something out of the ordinary to show you that I love you something I wouldn't do on a daily basis and stuff like that like like that like <laughs> well I, I really wouldn't be much of telling you that I love you and stuff I would do something that will show you that I love you you know kiss your grenade and shit like that awesome so what do you think about love it's an amazing thing yeah um, but I suppose my definition of love is basically family once you have that you don't have to go looking for it outside yeah. it's just it's right there and if you nurture it properly it grows basically I, I feel like that's what love is so you basically don't have to search for love it's like right there yeah you don't have to you get the right person yeah that's love yeah. search for it out there get the right person get married yeah start a family that's love <laughs> Okay, that yo. Okay, yeah. Um, how would you know that someone loves you? Like the actions, or it's just a feeling? It's in your stomach, butterflies. What is it? I think it's actually uh, a combination of it's like everything. Yeah. Obviously, um, there's there's actions, and with actions, there's feelings involved. And as long as it's reciprocal, like um, it's it's given. It, it, with like. If I give love and and act on it and he sees it and he picks it up and he understands that that's what I'm doing, then I actually feel like yeah. that's how you can actually like cross. Yeah. So what do you think? <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it's Sorry. the actions, the things you do. That's that's love. How she knows you, how I know her. Yeah. Yeah. So infatuation, lust, and a whole bunch of other crazy stuff that is obviously not To love. me, it's not love, but I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put it off as in, it's, it's an action to, like, leading towards love. Yeah. Like, you can get love from, like, lust and infatuation, but then it's not always the case. I mean, I suppose you have to be with someone that, like, you automatically, like, link with. And you yeah. want to take it further past like this infatuation yeah. love as is. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. I think. Okay. How do I love is how you make it. Okay. Go on. <laughs> love. Now we take it. Okay, well how would you know that someone loves you? Ah, the knowing. There are so many things of knowing. Okay, how? For instance? For instance, it can be on how. You respect each other. Mm-hmm. And? And? Yes. Um, like putting no click, I say, yeah, no, Torana say the respect here, Tauro, actually, in a secure. 
kuti munhu anokuda kusei by love shows my gifts going out nichingoita zvakasiyana siyana saka let's just say there isn't any gifts and there isn't any physical actions to show kuti umuno ndenchimuda sei saka do you think that there is still a little bit of love there my, my actions could be there but sometimes love you can feel it even munhu akataura kuti ndinokuda you can feel it kuti pana apa paita rudo kana pasina rudo ka hapana hapana munyatsozi feel awake kuti there is no love okay so do you want to add anything to that yeah i see by showing if someone says he or she loves you mm. especially to the his mm. or to the she's Yeah. There is a special is it, feeling there. Yeah, is it a special so there you have it a couple of views and it seems the guys that are all about you know i show you that i love you and that's what men always say hey, hey i'm here aren't i i'm in this relationship i don't i come home every night and so forth and it shows i love you and the women are like oh, i can feel it like the last one gogona sekuru like yo hey you know panic of feeling like how you say it yeah i don't know what do i think me very simple if if we knew what love was uh we'd, we'd, we'd do whatever we needed to do avoid it because it's like it's like weird yeah whatever it is it just makes you do weird things and with that i say thank you very much for joining me on this week's credit cast uh join me again next week but uh meanwhile catch me on zfm stereo uh between 6 30 and 7 p.m every friday on the switch which i host with kundaichi yanika and that's on a zfm stereo uh yeah pushed by the movement and with that I say thank you very much for joining me uh, if you want to get in touch with me the email address is info at larryquidirai.com on twitter it's at quidirai and also on uh, what's the other one um, on uh, my website www.larryquidirai.com yeah and with that I say thank you very much for joining me and it's been the Quidicast the name is Larry take care of yourself if you don't like them I'm sure your sister will hey babe you want to go out